Welcome back. All right, so this is episode 11 of the Flatiron Syndicate Motorsports Podcast. Uh, we recorded this a few days ago, uh, right as events and things were starting to get canceled and whatnot. And, uh, wow, a lot has changed from then to now. Um, definitely wanted to get this out there um, for you all still. It's a, this is a really good conversation. We had uh, Ryan from DSX Motorsports and Jeanette from Red Queen Racing on the, on the podcast. Uh, with with Scotty Viet and myself, and um, this is a really good conversation. We start out because uh, Scotty and Viet were, were recently out to High Plains, like uh, one of the the last weekends before everything started to kind of change. Um, so we have a really good conversation about that. I will say that if you are not from Colorado and haven't driven to High Plains, it's a really good conversation with these guys, especially uh, with you know Viet just put in a you know a diff in his Civic, and so kind of his experience with that. Um, it, it's a good conversation for sure, but um, there's a, there's some points in there where we get pretty specific about some corners, and if you're not familiar with the track, uh, and it gets a little bit too far into the weeds, um, totally understand that, but definitely skip forward to the next chunk, because the next thing that we talk about is, you know, it, it be, was becoming obvious that a lot of these events that we were wanting to, you know, that we were preparing for, wanting to go to, were going to get canceled. And so what we what we talk about on the, the other half of this, this podcast is you know what can be what can we do you know now that we can't go out and participate in these events can't go to the track really um, what are what are some things that we can do at, at, now that we're sitting at home basically you know to keep our automotive enthusiasm alive and and well and so we talk a lot about um, you know, our favorite YouTube channels things to go out there and watch um, some series that have, have happened you know, to explore. Um, and we, we have a lot of really good conversation about video games. You know, that's, that's something we can absolutely still do. So, really good conversation. So, if, if uh, the High Plains talk gets a little bit into the weeds for you, totally understand that. Skip ahead a little bit. The, the rest of the conversation is definitely worth listening to. Um, I'll just say real quickly before we throw it to the podcast. Um, as always, if you like the content that we're putting out, if you want to help support us, we can keep coming back and making these for you. Um, check out our website, flatirons.tuning.com. Um, your support there goes a long, long way to keeping us around and keeping us able to make this content for you. So um, please check out the website. And uh, without further ado, here is Flatiron Syndicate Motorsports Podcast number 11. Press the pause button. Yeah, this is the, this is the lockdown test, man. I mean, it didn't help that we got, like, like it doesn't look that bad here in snow, but, like, yesterday, like, the snow was coming down like, like hit way worse, crazy. Actually. Where you're at. Yeah. 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 And so it was kind of like, all right, I guess um, time to do some, like, what have I never done before? Like, oh, yeah, I'm darn chasing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sex. Well, this all started because he was digging up his old video games, and he had one that you, like, point the screen and shoot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're going to donate that, right? He's like, no, like, I'm going to keep it. I'm like, we, I thought you were going to try and not be a hoarder. Like, you're hoarding things. <laughs> so that started into him charging it and playing with it to prove that he could play it once in every ten years. And then that just was a... That was exhausting. All your we both games. did that. Like, you can't even, like... It's one of those PlayStation move where you, like, mm. you kind of are shooting around or whatever in the James Bond game. You get to where you can't even hold it up anymore. Like, oh, God! You're just like... Ah! Like, ah! <laughs> you know, it's like Man. 10 minutes in, like, you need a back brace. You need something to hold you up. This is this is, this is is what we're up against now. Yeah. yeah. We act now is training for video games. Yeah. Training oh. for endurance playing for video games. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so I'm built for that. Yeah? Yeah. You got those like just crazy beefcake thumbs that are just. You should see see his thumb muscles. It's amazing, man. You can crack a wall. Myself up. 
just grabs, just, just grabs the ball and crank <laughs> right on the stone. It's amazing. Yeah. I don't know how people do like VR, like I racing with VR. I hear people get like super queasy or they love it. Yeah. Like it's yeah. one or it's not very many in between. Yeah, any of those motion simulators that like the chair that moves you around, it just it, to me that's a throw up machine. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, like my I just it it just doesn't work for me and it just makes me sick like almost immediately. Oh, yeah. I think I've played like in the arcades like the motion machines. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, where you're driving, like, cruising USA, you know, and double pumping to get yeah. that little Corvette to do a wheelie and such. Yeah, yeah but that's why I don't think I've played anything more modern than that. Nice. Well, you know, times change. Yeah. That, that could all change now. Yeah. All right, well, are you ready? Should we dive into this? Yeah, I think that's good enough. So, all right. So we're here. We're back. Flatirons Tuning. No, sorry. Flatirons Motorsports Syndicate Podcast, episode number 11. So um, already? I'll say. This is, this is 11. Jeez. This is okay. number 11. And probably the last one due to the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. It, it's it's Corona time. It's <laughs> Corona time, yes. Oh, so wow. we're here. We're, we're social distancing. You, you can probably hear that we're kind of spread out far, um, taking uh, as many precautions as we can. And yeah, this might be the last one for a while. So who knows? But, but we're here, and uh, we're going to talk about some stuff. So we got uh, Ryan from DSX Motorsports, Scotty, Viet, myself, we're here, and we've also got uh, Jeanette from Red Queen, Red Queen Racing with us as well. So, Hi. Yeah. Well, I mean, so we've got to talk about the elephant in the room first, which is uh, things are changing probably day by day, almost hour by hour at this point. Um, a lot of races are being shut down, and gatherings are being shut down, racetracks are just everything's just kind of closing down so I don't think any I mean nobody knows where it's gonna stop or where it's gonna stabilize but everything is kind of up in the air right now mm -hmm. so I mean as we record this um, Flatirons tuning we are still open we are still able to ship things but I, I I don't know how long that's gonna last I mean it's it's possible that this is kind of gonna be where it stabilizes but it's, it's possible that it may not so we just we just don't know we just kind of Take it day by day and and all that, but it's it's kind of it's kind of throwing my wrench into some plans. Stop coughing on me. What was I coughing? This guy's a little nervous. Yeah. But well, before all this happened, there there was some slight good news, and that is that we had some you know, Viet and Scotty went out to the track. Yeah. yeah. yeah we so did. so Viet, Viet, you took out your Civic. I did. Um, Scotty mm -hmm. took out your car. But we, what, what, what happened to my car? Oh, fuck you, you, or, you, I don't. No, it's okay. It's okay. okay. <laughs> Curse that's, word. That's party. Um, yeah. yeah. um, you broke it, is what I you did. I broke it, but before that, we put the Cusco, the Cusco diff. diff in there. Yeah, so we put in the Cusco one-way diff, mm -hmm. custom calibrated by Cusco for you. Yep. So what was that like? That was that was amazing. Like I could, it, it totally changed the way the car felt. What did you What did you say? One of the two of the things that you noticed most by so this was a Cusco one-way diff in the Civic. So what, what were some of the yeah. yeah. So what were some of the, the things that you really noticed that were different? Um, just the way it handled and when you can put power down coming out of the turn and you mm -hmm. can feel it pull you out. Honestly. Oh yeah. And just instead of just like, eh, like I drove I've driven that car without with the open diff. 
yeah. and it just this actually feels makes me more confident so I can like put down the power and sure. make and know that um, it's going to pull out as opposed to either spin a wheel or just if I drop it in on the right side spin me out mm -hmm. you know like yeah. I just I felt way more confident and I felt like I could drive the way I wanted to drive more yeah. are you happy you didn't weld it like Desik said to well I haven't driven a welded diff so I don't know <laughs> I think I want to. I want to drive this prelude to, just to find out. Yeah, yeah and, really and driving them back to back is going to give you a good gauge because I mean, yeah. it's essentially a two-way diff at that point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. The uh, um, for the people who don't know about Viet Civic though, like this is pre K twenty four swap days. Like, oh yeah. This is the Torquey H twenty two A. It's still pretty much stock power, right? It's like just power. bolt ons, but yeah. like back in its day, I mean, that was the only way you get one hundred and sixty foot pounds of torque in a Honda. Yeah. So H22 with a B series transmission. Mm -hmm. Right now GSR, I had a shorter year SI training in it, um, which I think going moving to the GSR the longer year was mm -hmm. the better choice. Because you're you're topping out. Fifth yeah, gear, the fifth right? gear. Now yeah. we have a little more room up top. What were you getting to on the back straight at half points? Uh with the GSR transmission, we're hitting 110. Nice. That was yeah. It was kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah. I've never been over a hundred in that car, in that back straight. Yeah. And you built it, so who knows? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. <Yeah. laughs> Shots fired. But I mean, even still, like the factory red line on the H twenty two A is like seventy two hundred, right? Right. And the factory red line on a B sixteen is eighty three or eighty one hundred mm -hmm. or something. So I mean, having a short gear transmission on an already lower red line motor makes it ultra short. Yeah. But, so, like, the low end was yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. Except for the open diff part. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, hell yeah. For That's sure. Awesome. Well, and so, so you did say you broke it. So what, what happened? Uh, I, I haven't dug into it yet. Like, really opened it up to see what's going on. But I think an axle broke. Right. Well, and one of the axle boots is twisted. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And it's yeah. 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 like a... super loose in there when we're just like jiggling yeah. it around. So, points points to the axle. Yeah, which is it's a bummer, but I mean, as far it's as things better that place, than anything, anything else, else, like yeah. a motor or a transmission yeah. Yeah. or a diff. Nice. <laughs> well, so Scott, yeah. you got your car back. Yeah, okay. Hold on. Oh. And oh. We, you didn't break your new splitter. You oh, put a new splitter on. I didn't put a new splitter on. We didn't break that just yet. Put a uh, but ARP Subaru APR. splitter, APR <laughs> we, Subaru yeah, splitter. Yes, yeah, yeah. How that um, I don't never driven with real aero before, so I don't really know. So that 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 whole car felt brand new to me. Mm. And then we also Fun. had issues getting heat in the rear tires. Yeah. Oh yeah, because it was still pretty. It was, it was mostly a cold day. The sun wasn't out. It was windy, and if it would have been just not windy and the sun was out, it would have been a beautiful day, but... I don't think it got over, like, 38 degrees no, until, No, it was, like, like, 40... Oh, yeah. Until about 3 o'clock. Yeah. It was, yeah. like, At 45 on around for the last session. When I broke one. Yeah, the sun came out. It started getting... <laughs> it started getting nice. Well, we experimented a little bit in the rear of your car, too, right? Yeah. So you're running 205 RC1s all the way around... Some old ones or something? Um, or what are those, those British ones? What are they British uh, Good year. BFG R1. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. R1, so not even R1S's, right? Exactly. They're like so, old. They're super old. Um, like 12 years old? Well, I think the S's are like an autocross temperature range. 
Yeah. And the R1s are like a road course. Like R1S probably would have been perfect for 45 degree day out there, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, so we put yeah. some uh, 195s on the rear. Trying mm-hmm. to and some, we'll, some Bridgestones? Just, well, describe what the issue was. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. So I ran out there with a complete set of r pumps. Did like five, six, seven laps and come in. Front tires would be really hot, warm, mm-hmm. and rears are stone cold. Like we would not get any heat in them. Mm-hmm. Like and you we would, you I spun, spun out once. My brother spun, spun out another one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, a turn you shouldn't be spinning out on. <laughs> like, oh. And so, so the weird problem is you got a front wheel drive car, but the mm-hmm. rear end kept stepping out. Yeah. Which yeah, turn? It's scary. Me? For yeah, me? which turn did he spin out on? Uh, he spun out on seven. two. Two? He's going out on two. Two's I, not a fun one. Uh, yeah. I spun out on seven. Yeah. Uh, seven is not that fun. <laughs> seven <laughs> going up the hill? Yeah. Spinning yeah. out up seven the hill? Yeah. 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 Like, that, but also it was kind of my fault because I was fucking around with the uh, the diff. I was like, mm, let me see what happens. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I just hit the gas and just went, Ooh. like it was slow-mo. I was like, oh, shit. I'm just like, what do I do? I'm already like in this. Do I keep going? <laughs> Two in. <laughs> Two in. And I just went on, on for the ride, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. That was my fault for sure. Yeah, you guys but definitely still. did some landscaping. Yeah. Oh, when yeah. we took your bumper off. <laughs> well, I mean, that's when after I broke the axle. And like, that's true. Oh, yeah, that's I, true. I had yeah. to pull off. I didn't yeah. know what was going on. I didn't know mm-hmm. if I broke my diff or my trans was leaking or anything. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to have fluid all over yeah. the the track yeah that makes more sense yeah so yeah i did have a little bit of yeah. grass and mud more than that full day yeah well but right up to that point it sounds like it was it was definitely an improvement and the oh, yeah. was working the way that you were hoping oh yeah we just got to figure out the 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 heat and just yeah. get building up confidence again honestly. i think i think you really need to get some new tires something newer than 12 years old. oh yeah that's the worst. Something that actually that's has some grip on there. And then you are going to go st- like a true staggered setup, right? Yeah. Um, I think we're going to do like a maybe a 245 up front. I don't know what in the rear just said. Mm-hmm. It would be a 225 or 205. Mm-hmm. It just depends. Yeah, a good stagger setup. I mean, and we talked about it at length at the track, but yeah. like a good stagger setup on Honda, it's not necessarily about. Like, oh, you do it because you don't need that much weight in the rear. You don't have this. or It's it's not about that. It's so much more about getting the tires up to temperature evenly. So if you have a 205 that's up to temperature, it's way more effective than a 225 or 245 that's not even in the temperature range yet. So, yeah, cool. You can, you know, flip-flop fronts and rears and stuff. But if you never get the rears up to temp, then you're never really going to get to have that much fun. No. Yeah. No, it's actually scary. <laughs> <laughs> we ran, we did uh, Kieran's, so my buddy Kieran's got that 91 Civic hatch, yeah. and then my other buddy Quinn has like a GSR Integra, and his Integra came with like 245 Maxxes all the way around, so we did like, we took both of their cars, did 245s up front, 205s in the rear, I think they're like NT05s or something. And it's like in riding in Quinn's car, it was like it changed the balance. It was like the perfect balance. Like you could tell everything was up to temp, like right at the same time. But his car has power and has some weight behind it. Yeah. Poor Kieran's car, it was just it was just too much. Like that car, it's it scrubs enough heat into the rear, you know, that it was just 
too much for the front. Like the front just that car was out of control. So like that big stacker and his and his ninety one yeah. Civic was just too much for at least for him to get used to it, the way his car was set up. But I mean, you see it like James Houghton's running like at one point I think like two eighty fives or three fifteens up front and like two twenty five or two forty fives in the rear because of that heat gain. You know, mm-hmm. if you're in endurance racing, probably makes a lot of sense to do a non staggered setup because once you get the tires up to temp and you're racing for hours on end, cherry. But yeah. when you're trying to get it done in you know. 20 minute session or something mm-hmm. kind of don't have time to mess around with it it's a whole different ball game mm-hmm. different yeah. strategies yeah yeah or, I can't I can't wait till you actually get it figured out mm-hmm. oh yeah. yeah I can't wait either but because you've been building this car for this this has been a long time it's been coming up on what four years five years I don't know something ridiculous I think well the last time you went out on, on the completely old setup that was four or five years ago I think I went out last year with oh, the A-Series. That's when the fuel pump went out. Uh, and I only had like one or two sessions. That's right. Did you break, you break, I break it all the time. Every, every time, time you go to the track. Yeah, I, I just break shit. That's how, that's how it is. So, I mean, we have all those pictures of me, my first like big track season at WRX. I spent more time under it than I did that, in it. That was like, like the running joke for a while. I take like a selfie with my car. Like, hey, having fun. Oh, there's Ryan under his car. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, just my legs sticking out. Yeah. Like, every time like my brothers drive it, oh, it's fine. Every time I drive it, I'm a wreck shit. I'm gonna break it. I find it. Whatever. Find that weakness. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I, faster. I'm, I feel like I'm a lot harder than they are. Sure. Hard too. Sure. So yeah. Let's take it faster. Got to find those weaknesses though. That's yeah. Right. Get those irons, things ironed out. That's right. Hell yeah. Well, so what do you think, Scotty? This is your first time since you put the cage in the car, did all the work on the car. First right time, time on a first time on a real track. Excuse <laughs> you. <laughs> so I went out to PPIR the first time, and I don't think it's a very good basis for setting up. Um, this is somebody who's also afraid of the wall and can't. I'm terrified of, yeah. of the wall. So there's there's a bias here. I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out on that. Jeanette passes me <laughs> in the Roval at PPIR in her naturally aspirated BRZ. And now, I wave at him as I go. Now, now to be fair, Jeanette does work at PPIR, so she does have a fair amount of time on the track. I don't know if I did at that time though. Okay. Oh wow. That was a grid life. But that doesn't change the fact that PPIR basically has some a big roval sweeper, which is basically just flat out, mm-hmm. um, and then a fairly tight technical course. So it doesn't have high-speed sweepers like turn one or turn four, turn seven at high plates, which is for arrow is what I was kind of going out there to set it up for, set the suspension up no, and, and the new arrow. Yeah. So to actually be at that track and playing... Um, it was it was fun it was interesting I was um, I got made myself motion sick for the first time ever um, do you think that was because of the arrow do you think you were actually no no uh, I don't know but I felt like throwing up in my helmet for most of the day so it's that's not good really hard to go social to... distancing <laughs> that's right that's right I had a good breakfast. I don't know what the hell was up, but... Well, you said there was lack of sleep, and it was a cold day, you guys said, right? I didn't really have lack of sleep. You didn't have lack of sleep? Well, I never sleep, but so every day is lack of sleep. It's no different than any other day. How were your nerves that day? Am I allowed to ask? Uh, 
Probably, I was a little nervous, like driving, driving a kind of a brand new car, a brand new setup. Yeah, but I don't think that was enough to make me sick. But I don't know. I think it's also worth mentioning back on the PPR versus HPR, you got tons of data for HPR to compare and build mm -hmm. off of. Yeah. Yeah. PPIR is like, oh yeah, okay, we're out here the first time. You know, True. other than in the in the hill climb car, but. Well, but, and again, I mean, PPIR, because of the bank turn, it, it's kind of a unique environment. Mm -hmm. there, there's not very many places where you have that fully banked turn that you're going to encounter. I doubt I'll ever drive Daytona. Or, uh, no. you never know. You never know. Indy's got a road course, and you hit their roval. There's a couple of roval tracks out there in the world. There's one in California, too, what's out But I have never done any other track, though, that's got a bank like that. Yeah. So, I don't know. They don't have that at VIR. <laughs> it, it just, it's, it's amazing how much that thing scares me. I mean, I did a 106 in my car, and Nick's like, hey, I sent my personal best at a 1027. <laughs> what? Yeah. This is Nick Stanford in S2000. Yeah. yeah. Stock well, my, my, the, That weekend, grid-like weekend, my best was a 1076. So you still were faster than me, at least. Yeah, but you still have time in there, so where are you losing all your time? Huh? Well, so huh? funny, funny huh? story. <laughs> so funny story, I think that the roll because remember you were making me look at my, because I never look at my data, which I'm terrible at, and I was looking at the data, because I take that roll I take that dip, so, yeah, so I'm all tired. in that dip, and I think it was, when I was looking at the data, it's like, oh, this is actually a huge speed bump for me. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think that going back, that's a line that I'm going to play with. Like, maybe I don't want to be all up in that dip, even though it's a shorter line. And that's where I was passing you, because you you take a higher mm -hmm. apex. So I was passing you there, but that was such a huge speed bump that yeah. maybe I'm losing speed. So that's something that I would play with in the future. Like, another thing, too, is you have to, especially with a car like yours has been, which is should change a little bit, but I saw it even with the Beamer. The tighter you take it, the more speed, you're like scrubbing acceleration. Yeah, the, so it's the not necessarily that you're scrubbing yeah. speed per se, like, oh, I'm driving a tighter line, like a shorter distance. So there's like that fine line between driving the shortest distance mm -hmm. and actually scrubbing off like acceleration. And that's a problem that I have. I'll always shorten distance, but I'll be scrubbing off speed. Yeah. I mean, we were looking at like your peak, peak mile per hour. And versus my peak mile per hour, my E36, and I was like two to three miles an hour faster in just that spot. But you were three seconds faster than me, period. And like a big chunk of that is the inside of the track. But like if you could get, like you're saying, where you're not trying to pull it so tight and hold it so tight, just letting it unwind a little bit before, yeah, there's definitely time there. And I will say this about the track in general, just because in a general sense, I think PPIR is amazing for learning apexes if you're new to tracking. And then learn to have a late break. That that mm -hmm. first infield portion is perfect for that. Yeah. So I will yeah. say that for straight PPI. line threshold. I mean the, yeah. the the inner part of that track is technical, mm -hmm. and there is there are seconds to be found in there. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's not the scary part of the track. The scary yeah. part of the track is doing a hundred and five and staring at a wall. <laughs> You don't look at the wall. Well, I'm not looking at the wall, but it's the only thing that's there. Yeah. Well, and, and, and what happens is as the track flattens out, it does weird things. So it's like you just, like, you don't have the same feeling in coming out of that corner that you'd have on a flat track because 
you're you're kind of exiting, but also the corner's kind of spitting you out yeah. too. There's yeah, you, it definitely is. And uh, on, it feels like a slot car coming yeah. out. On the exit of that corner, it, you go from like... being on camber, and then all you can see is wall because you can't actually see that the track actually rolls over to pretty damn flat. If if maybe off camber, yeah. it kind of kind of appears. So you're just looking at this kind of crown in the road where you're carrying so so much speed and and kind of g's through that last little section and it, when it opens up that's where i get scared is i, I try and pinch that off too much because yeah. i'm like I don't get close to the wall don't get close yeah. to the wall and then i'm 20 feet away from the wall like yeah shit yeah it's just weird but well so now that you've been to high plains and so let's see we got the cage got a new rear diff new center diff is functioning New center diff. Mm -hmm. Rebuilt. Yeah. Rebuilt center transmission diff. altogether. Mm -hmm. Front splitter. Rear wing. But the re you, re you had the rear wing before. Yeah, I did a, a session. A session. Okay. Really, with the rear wing before. So were there any were there any key like high points or takeaways that you were able to like feel how effective or, or what kind of changes you've made? Mm, it wasn't a good day to really gauge things. Yeah. <laughs> it, it can't. It's hard. Hard to push when you're thinking about throwing up in your helmet. It's fair point. Um, I mean, there was uh, the diff is amazing, of course, and and I knew it would be like pulling out of corners. Um, it's all the traction was there. Um, turns turn two and turn eleven at high plains where I used to kind of get I would overpower the the torsion rear differential, and mm -hmm. now. When I mash that throttle, you can just feel. I mean, both mm -hmm. both wheels are they're locked up, and and you go. Um, mm -hmm. So corner exit was way faster than what I experienced before. Um, but oh, and I also played with just I just took the front sway bar all the way off. That's right, and that That's was cool. um, uh, a mistake. <laughs> now, I mean, to, to be honest, the car felt amazing, and it was something that, um, given another session, I could really learn to play with it. So, on throttle oversteer and off throttle oversteer mm -hmm. all play a big part in not having a front sway bar on there. Mm -hmm. um, but the car felt so stiff at PPIR, it kind of actually felt like it was understeering a little bit. Hmm. Um, I think what I need to do is, like on the Pexby Kill Climb cars, go down to this like a stock size front sway bar. Um, have a little bit of front sway, but just not have a little bit of the spring in there. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, it was, uh, you know, the first couple times I charged into corners or tried to charge out of corners and the ass end would start to skip out. I mean, where it's fun and like I said, it could be managed. Um, you know, slip angle coming into corners, um, a little bit of slip angle on corner exit. It's not necessarily the fastest way, but I think I could have figured out eventually how to drive it that way. Mm -hmm. I do think I need to kind of go back to having a front sway bar and then go out and reassess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and hopefully not want to throw up. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's that's always like goal number one. Like try not to throw up in your helmet. Yeah. Well, but it sounds like it was it was a good day for both of you. I mean, things were learned. And I mean, well, it's, still, it's still so early in the year. Mm -hmm. like yeah. It was such a it was a cold day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Well, that was my 
third track day in 18 months. And that's what's so cool about it, because I mean, when you guys get into like the all detailed parts, sway bars, I don't understand any of it. But I can understand at least, like, I've seen you work on your car, I've seen how meticulous you are. And then just seeing the journey that you are getting out into the track, it's, it's, I can at least enjoy that part. You know, the hard work that you're putting in, and now it's, you're almost there. You're almost on, like, you just need a warm day and an open lapping day, and it's, it's all going to connect. And, and to feel good, and, and then, yeah, I mean, actually go out and put all the pieces together. I've been, I've been putting this puzzle together for a long time. Um, been working on everything but the driver mod for the longest time, and I think yeah. that's that's where I'm, I'm really kind of rusty. Is uh, yeah, is being able to push the car where I should be. But the good news is, once the car is ready to be driven, that's that is that is what you can focus on. Yeah. It's just seat time, getting behind the car, getting familiar with the car. And I also have what thirty extra horsepower. I was on a stock stage two off the shelf map. Yeah, before, did you, maybe did you notice the difference with the header? Like now that it's not cracked, or is it about like what you remember from PPIR? Actually, I think I might have cracked it at PPIR. Oh, just from the heat? What? Because I mean, it can't put the car together. I went and got tuned. I went to PPIR. Yeah. And then I found a cracked header. Yeah. So it was either it either happened on the dyno or it happened to PPIR. But putting it back in, I thought it was going to overboost. Um, I only made I think nineteen point seven pounds. Which is still kind of high on a yeah. stock turbo, but but it felt good. I mean, having that extra thirty horsepower, um, you know, I was a little nervous with the amount of added drag I would I was going to have with my arrow mm -hmm. that I wouldn't be able to reach the same top speed on the back straight. But I was actually going a couple miles an hour faster to push through that drag, and I got up to like one twenty six. Okay. So. Oh yeah, that's not bad. Not bad. No. Yeah. I mean, before with the completely stock car, stock wing, I would, you know, 124, 125. So. Well, I'm sure another contributor, too, is if you're coming at, if you're putting down power out of turn two now, instead of spinning the wheel, going over three, you know, whether you're letting out of it or lifting yeah. or whatever. I was being a little bitch through turn three. <laughs> I, I, wasn't, I wasn't holding. I know now with that arrow that I can hold through turn three. I don't even have to lift. Yeah, but I wasn't doing it. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I, so, well, that's 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 learning the car again. Yeah. That's getting familiar with the car again. Well, and learning to trust arrow is oh, it's such a mindfuck. It's such a mindfuck. <laughs> I mean, so it's like it's an intangible thing. That's what's yeah. so weird about right. it. And, and you have to go fast to make it work. If you go too <laughs> the, slow, the, then it won't work. The faster you go, the better it works. Yeah. yeah. And it's, so, like turn seven, before I had any arrow, I was. I wasn't lifting through turn seven. Like, I wasn't even breathing the throttle. I was just like turning into turn seven and holding the throttle all the way through it. And get a little loose and a little scary, but I mean, that's where where I was getting, you know, close to two minutes there. Now, I was letting off the throttle, turning in, mashing the throttle, and realizing that it was holding me so planted that I still had another four or five feet of room on the outside mm -hmm. of the, the yeah. corner. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, so learning to trust that, you know, now I, I know I can still go into it and not lift and, and just hold the speed through there, but that's going to be scary. Because, yeah, going off on turn seven, like Viet learned, 
is a little terrifying. <laughs> Jeanette, you've been yeah. off on seven. I right? told you, that's where my hood has dimples. I yeah, hit one yeah. of the little markers on turn seven. Yeah. But that was my really, really early days. Like, that was before I, I was on the wrong line. I was just like, yeah, you just have to push harder. Okay, I'm going to push harder. And I was doing it in all the wrong places. Yeah. Yeah. I just drove right off the course. Yeah, seven can be one of the funnest corners out there. I love it now. Yeah. So like, <laughs> once you learn it, but... It's like the the last time we went out in 2018, I did my fastest lap at 159. Pettiford got in the car. I was doing a hot lap, and I turned in too early and realized that I ran out of track. <laughs> and when you're doing like 9,500 miles an hour straight off the side of the track yeah. at, at a flag station, it's a little terrifying. Yeah. I actually have my it's really crappy video, but it's on video. When I drive off the road, you just hear me take the deepest sigh, like, <sighs> and then I drove onto the track. You saw that video. I drove on the track the wrong direction because oh. I still didn't know what I was doing. It was so early on in my hmm. my tracking experience, and I was so scared that Glenn Gonser was going to yell at me because I knocked out one of his markers. And Did he you just go thought, on? He just thought it was the funniest thing. Did ever. you go off on the left side or the right side? The right, uh, right side. So going into the brakes on the eight, just yeah. oversent it. Did you spin across the track and go out that way? So my That'd be pretty going into scary. eight, my rear, like, yeah, I was facing the wrong direction when oh, I got man. to the dirt. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty wild. Yeah. 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 For those who've never been to High Plains, it really is one of those golden egg tracks in the country for sure. It's an enthusiast, it's an enthusiast built and owned track. It's club owned or whatever. There's really nothing that's really out there which is part of the beauty of it, mm -hmm. but it's also part of what holds it back so much too. And yeah. it has, it's technical and it has the elevation changes. Yep. And I mean, that's where me and Ryan first started tracking, I'm guessing for mm -hmm. you guys too. Yep. So it's such a great track to learn on because it, it teaches you such technical. Yeah. It, it definitely has those corners tracks. that will bite you. Yeah. You know, like, like turn four, I mean, that's, that separates the, the yeah. experience from the inexperienced. Ooh, I still I, haven't lost it in turn four, but like I, I, yeah. you know, I that's an yeah. area where I don't push it when I should. I've I've gone in like in the, these NASA time trial days. I've been like following E thirty sixes into that turn, and like, and I just I think I push turn four pretty hard right now, and I have literally gone in there and following E thirty six, and they never fucking had brake lights come on. And, just, and I'm closing on them. You know, I'm going probably 10 miles an hour faster than them. But they go in through there, and they just Maybe don't lift until out. 5. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. Like, there are, like, you get, like, a properly set up aero car, you know, like, eventually, we're working towards. Mm -hmm. And you get the cojones to hold into turn 4. Like, it's, you're not kidding. It's I, a I, separation I between I don't know if it's a 125-mile-an-hour corner, but I'm... No, I'm, and they're not going 125. But they're I'm going, betting, like, 110 or so. I'm betting it's, like, 100, 105, like... With downforce. With downforce, With downforce yeah. yeah. And they're scrubbing speed when they make the turn, but but they don't need the brake, you know? Right. That's crazy. It is crazy to me. Yeah. I think my, like, I'm getting down to, like, when I'm, I slow down to about 110 and then initiate from 130 to 110 and initiate, and by the time I actually hit the apex or that inside rumble strip, I'm already slowed down to, like, 95 miles an hour. That's about where I'm at. Yeah, and so when you get pushed out, and you're like 91, you know, like 94, 93, mm -hmm. get down to about 88, and then you hit the brakes for five. Like, those dudes are doing, like, 110, 115, and initiating 115, and probably mm -hmm. doing 100 still when they come across, or 110 when they come across that rumble strip. Man. Like, it's nuts to see some of those guys. Yeah. Just... Yeah. But yeah, so that's really a golden egg track. At least if you're in Colorado, like 
Alpine Fest or anything, if you can plan to come out like a couple of days early, you'd really appreciate that track. Yeah, they do the Thursday nights and Fridays there and stuff, yeah. so open lapping. But yeah, but yeah. Anyway, sorry. Well, that, that was a pretty deep dive on hype lanes. So for anybody <laughs> that hasn't been there, we should probably yeah move, move on. on. <laughs> but so that's for those that have. I mean, it was generic. What's going on with you? I I'm too scared to text. Uh, anybody about my transmission trans, uh, transmission rebuild and stuff so I'm, I'm on pause right now well I know but what's going on with your car we already talked about this last episode did we yeah, well, Yo, Scotty wasn't here oh that's right. sorry Scotty that's, that's what you're referring to I, 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 I missed that one because I was out getting my car teched oh that's, that's, right. Right. that's right well so cliff notes yeah Jeanette you're putting your transmission is getting rebuilt in the beers and you're putting on a supercharger yeah so and a diff yeah and ZF Designs is doing the transmission rebuild. Mm-hmm. And Cruising Cruising Sports is putting the supercharger sweet, in. Sweet. And it was delivered last week. Was that already a week ago? Or was it earlier two this week? Two weeks ago. Last week. Yeah. And I just, I just haven't texted anybody. Like, I'm just kind of like yeah. waiting it's, for them to reach process. out to me. <laughs> well, honestly, at this point, I mean, it's going to get done. And, you know, uh, there's It's no not hurry. like you could really go drive it right now anyway, so. I know, and that's part of it. So. The we'll first event in the parking lot. that I'm yeah. hoping to make hasn't been canceled yet, which is Grid Life at NCM. Mm-hmm. But we're still we still got time, so I just I'm not yeah. gonna and when rush is that? anything. Yeah. That's like an April 11th. No, it's like April 18th. 18th? 18th? It's oh, an 18th. Have over over a month to go. Yeah, so we're still okay. Yeah. So yeah, let's hope they don't cancel that. I mean, Grid yeah. Life is they're they're trying to push through. Mm-hmm. And it'd be awesome. It'd be I mean that's the perks of working at PBIR. It's I can at least test into the car there. Yeah, I'd be awesome to take it, it to High Plains, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I could. I'm gonna do a comparison right mm-hmm. off the bat. PPIR. Yeah. Are you gonna do it on the stones or the ad bends? That'd be interesting to see, even just to swap those tires out to see. I like, kinda, oh. I want to do it on. Oh, I want to do it on the ad bends. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, like, do your comparison or whatever, because you you're one of I'll, sevens I'll, on I'll, the Zenas, right? Yeah, and I'll I'll make that a note of that that I'm gonna be yeah. on better tires. Yeah. As well. The advance so if, there, if there is no improvement on better tires in a supercharger, then there's something wrong with me. Clearly. <laughs> you're scared of the dip. <laughs> because you're dip. gonna be going through like fifteen miles an hour faster. Well in the first the first few laps I need I need to imitate exactly what my line is. I can't experiment with the line. Yeah. So I'm gonna be all over that dip again. And then you'll find out the other seven tents that you've been leaving on the table. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Oh, I didn't need a supercharger, it's all right here. <laughs> no. yeah. Uh, I think it'll make a big difference for you. No, I'm excited. I'll be well, good. There's so many things are going to make a big difference for you. Yeah. I mean, the the diff. Yeah, I, diff. I, but yeah. It is, Especially I, on the inside part of the track. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be mind-boggling how much better that you're, like, like I was saying before, like, if you didn't think your diff was wonky, wait till you drive it again. But this is what, it's going to be insane. What and Scotty were describing about, like, trying, this is a new car. This is, mm-hmm. like, a whole new car. It this is going to be yeah, me yeah. in a month yeah. where I'm like, I don't know how to drive this thing. Well, well sure. But, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, but I'm going to pretend like I do. But you'll learn. But you're going to notice the diff first thing. Like, yeah. when you, as oh, yeah. soon as you come through a corner and mash the throttle, yeah. you're going to notice it. That's going to be one of the first things you do notice is, oh, shit. And then you're going to notice, and now I'm going 15 miles an hour yeah. faster mm-hmm. yeah. on this like, corner. And then, and then the fear is going to kick in. Uh-huh. And then I'll cry because I cry every you, time. You don't have any fear. <laughs> I've ridden with you. You have no fear. Like, I am fearful riding with you. I'm like, is there, is the brakes, did the brakes just break? Like, are they functioning? Is that why we're not stopping? And you just look at well, me and it's just like, 
You flip the switch, man. That's, and that's, that's insane. And that's gonna, that's gonna be, I feel like, that's where the fear is gonna kick in, because I'm gonna be going faster. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna want to break sooner. Well, yeah. I, I, I feel you, like you that's have, gonna happen. You have good brakes on the car. Your, your BRZ has got the Brembo front and rear calipers. I mean, you've got, you've got brakes have, for days yeah, And for the hot brake pads have such a great bike. Yeah. And, and for, for the power that you're gonna be making, the brakes are still going to be adequate. Oh, sure. yeah. I mean, you, good good pads. I mean, you're, you're going to have the ability But there's still, there's still a mental game. And I guess that's what I'm addressing it, is that there... And I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's the end of the world, but well, there, I'm ready to address the mental game of mm-hmm. it. Of... I, I've, I've had that same fear because I, I've been on a stock-powered STI forever. Yeah. And, like, the thought of driving in 246 horsepower stock, the thought of driving something with even... 300 horsepower, I mean, 50 some more horsepower than I'm making, than I was making, that's scary. Because, yes, at least 10 miles an hour faster on, say, like the back mm-hmm. straight, yeah. going into turn four. So, where's your braking zone? Yeah. You know, and like, you just have to figure that shit out. Yeah. Um, it's exciting, but it's, it's still super, like, yeah, yeah. I'm ready I'm ready to be humbled. Let's just say that. I'm ready to be humbled. Good. Yeah. Well, and, and, and you can break down into pieces. I mean, just like you were saying, when you start out, you, you said you wanted to drive the same line. Yeah. And that, and you can absolutely do that. And then you, you can use the same braking points. You might have to move your braking points back a little bit, but you might actually find that you can use still use the same and braking I might, points. And I mean, when I got that 107, that was a late August last mm-hmm. year yeah. and like so everything was fresh in your mind and yeah. you're well like warmed up mentally and like as a driver so like I may even have to just warm up to the track again because even though I work there I don't actually just go out and drive sure everybody thinks you like cool if you do yeah it's like yeah but Jeanette's got like all kinds of time there I was like uh, I think I think she's only I've only heard one story I, where you actually went out during work hours and played on track and that's it was really like twenty minutes, and that's when you're working with that girl who's getting her Kennedy competition Boylo. lessons. Yeah, yeah, she and I literally she was going she was going to go wheel to wheel um, with NASA that weekend. So I literally just chased her around with my car to get her yeah. kind of used to having someone mm-hmm. in her rear view mirror being obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. Which was fun. Perfect color for it, too. It was great. Yes. Yeah. At the end of it, I was like, did I annoy you? And she's like, a little bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> but she no, she did great. Yeah. But um, yeah. That's going to be fun. It's well, and that's why I'm hoping Grid Life NCM, if Ryan co-drives with me, that would be be a great opportunity to share da- data mm-hmm. and to look because he knows the higher horsepower cars. I've driven like, that just, track. Yeah, exactly. That would, be, that would be so great. That would be such a great yeah, especially opportunity. Especially to get a faster time than him at the end of the week. Well, that's, I'm okay I mean, with that's that. what's going to happen regardless. Yeah. Yes. So. <laughs> you have 20 minutes to put it down one time. <laughs> that's right. But, yeah. That's a fun track too. That track is uh, that track's a track that's got like that intangible aero aspect. I mean, we won't have that, but that's like when I put my front splitter on, I went from like, okay, this is where I break to like, oh my god, like, like you feel like you're going into like a warp zone, you know, trying to hold on to it. So that's it's just a that track's a good track. It's a fun track. Good pavement. Yeah. Well, well, let's talk about. I mean, this is not what we wanted to talk about, but at this point. This is this is the situation. Is that zombies? Zombies. It, it, we're, we, we, this might be a zombie apocalypse, um, but but things are getting pushed back, mm-hmm. and this is not forever. But things are going to be delayed. Things are going to be delayed, maybe not insignificantly, mm-hmm. but you know there there are ways that we can use this time. There's things that we can do with this time. It's not that racing's going away. It's just that we have to adapt. 
Right. Well, and, and it's just, you know, there's there's that meme that, that I've seen going around that, uh, I don't know, like when you're working on your race car or, or getting ready for the next race, you're doing, you've got six months to prepare mm -hmm. to do two weeks of work that you do in the last week before the race yeah. that you knew about six months ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, in some ways it's like maybe this is the racing fairies going like, all right, now you have time. Like, so if you wanted to use that time, you could finally mm -hmm. take care of a lot of the, the things that you maybe have wanted to do, but haven't had time to do or whatever. So I mean, there's Yeah, but I did all that over the last 18 months. You I was have. ready. You did, yeah, not me. I was ready. <laughs> you seen yeah. my disaster of my car? <laughs> my intercooler's not even bolted to anything. Just the intake manifold and the turbo. Can we joke about that? Like, all these... I, when I was working 100 plus hours a week, you know, you just... Like, okay, I gotta do this, and I have X amount of time to make this thing happen before we go and do these six other things. And yeah. it'd be nice to kind of be able to go in there and like, all right, take this out, take this out, just yeah. comb through all these little things, you know, without yeah. the pressure of knowing that you gotta be somewhere immediately. Yeah. So, I mean, so from that standpoint, I mean, you, there's, you can use, I think, well, finding some positives in any of this. Mm -hmm. there, it's, it's stressful enough, it's crazy enough as it is. To find some positives of it, that's helpful. So like now you can absolutely take some time and, and take care of these these projects that you needed to do that haven't had an opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, and again, it's positive to know that this is not forever. This is just for now. This is to, uh, just a, a delay. So you can do that sort of thing. So like, you know, Jeanette, your car is going to get done. Mm -hmm. It's already in the shop. It works already in a way it's going to get done. So that's good. They've got time to spend some extra time. You know, David's probably going to go through it extra carefully because he, he can so yeah. I mean, that's, that's a plus. That's why I'm not texting them because there's no there's no push right now. So it's just yeah. kind of like yeah. I won't be that angst customer being like, "How's sure. my baby? Yeah. Is she okay?" <laughs> yeah. Wait till you get that phone call. You're like, "What?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But so one of the things we were talking about kind of before we started this was what what can you do? like? So there's not really racing to watch. We can't really go to the track right now. But there's there's ways that you can watch racing, mm -hmm. and that you can at least kind of mentally practice at least. Yeah, with like simulators. Simulators. Yeah. I was gonna say there is racing to watch because it's on Sims. It's uh, yeah, the Formula One are doing the virtual racing. Uh -huh. yeah. I think on Sunday is the yeah. first. Which is it's gonna be interesting to see how that goes because there there are actually esports for driving. A lot of the Formula One teams have virtual drivers, and they actually run these virtual races. So now it's something, I mean, you could check out if you wanted to, if you're so inclined. Gran Turismo Sport has got a, a bunch of series you can participate in. Um, and if you want to, you could use it as a simulator. You got Gran Turismo Sport, you could do that. You could do that with Forza, um, Project Cars, you could do that. There, there's, there's a lot of ways that you could actually still mentally practice mm -hmm. if you wanted to. Um, or you could even just use that time to go back and study your data and, and yeah. watch all your own videos. videos. Sure. I mean, there's always racing. There's a couple hundred years, or at least a hundred years of, of actual racing that you can still watch on YouTube. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, there's so much stuff on YouTube. If you haven't explored that, that would, that would absolutely be worth exploring because there's probably a lot of good series out there and channels out there that you mm -hmm. might not know about. I, I have a short list because if you've ever been into the shop, um, 
we always have racing on and everybody's always like, well, what channel is that? It's, like, mm -hmm. it's not a channel, it's YouTube. Yeah. So you've got like this list of channels that are always like kind of scrolling through and picking something. Mm -hmm. One is IMSA. IMSA yeah. has mm -hmm. their own YouTube channel. And one of the cool things that IMSA has started to do is... Uh, Everybody just looked at me funny when I coughed. Oh man, get out. Just kidding. Get out. Um, but they, they've... Uh, they put up a lot of their vintage races, like some of their their uh, like Camel GT races from like the late '80s, early '90s, like when Acura Spice was running, which is that was the development platform for the NSX. Yeah, they've got full races, full broadcasts. They're on the IMSA channel, which is pretty awesome. Well, and then what's the the Australian channel? Uh, Motorsports AU. Yeah, so that that's one of my favorites right there. Yeah, so that's Australia has their own motorsports channel. Which is like, depending on how this all shakes down, Australia's got motorsports figured out, and maybe we'll move there. <laughs> um, but so they, they put up all these races. They, they, there's a lot of stuff that they just broadcast on TV, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. um, like they, a lot of their, they have a lot of vintage racing stuff there. Mm -hmm. um, Aussie mini cars are probably the my favorite. Damn racing series out there. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, go look it up. Aussie racing cars. Yeah. What what it is, if you're in, in the States, it's a, a Legends car, oh, which okay. is like the kids that run the little, like these little like fourth scale cars or something like that. There's a lot of adults out there like, kids? Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> they dirt track them and stuff too. Sure, sure. Yeah. But but these these cars are they made are up to look like BMWs and uh, Ford Arrows. Really? So, I mean... When you look at, there's like three or four cars coming into a corner, and you're like, there's no way that they can go through that corner That's four deep. <laughs> but when you realize that they're half the size of a regular car, and then, then you see the, the caution car come out because if something happens, and the caution car comes out and is like, that car just ate four of those little cars. What, what is this? And it's, it's this Legends car that has a modern body on it. It's the coolest racing series that you've yeah. never heard of. Yeah. And it's it's what's amazing is they run these guys with the Australian like the V8 supercars. Uh -huh. They run the Aussie mini cars with them. So like this is one of the like the little support races that would be going on while the supercars are in the pits or whatnot. Gotcha. So they run them at Bathurst for God's sake. They run them at all these at all these amazing tracks, and it's these little, you know, what we know as legends cars yeah. out there running. And and some of the racing is amazing. Um, I mean, it's it's these these tiny little cars. They have sequential transmissions because they're running motorcycle yeah. transmissions and yeah. engines. Yeah. And and they just get after it. And yeah. it is it is an amazing series to watch. And it's all on Motorsports AU. So they've got that the vintage series. Yeah. What's uh, the, the 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 Australian guy that drives the Civic that just whoops up on everybody? Here, Cox. No, in Australia. It, in Some, Australia, I forget his first name, but his last name is Cox. It's always uh, something Cox. But yes, and I mean, Cox or something like that. So that's that's uh, what is that? That's a, it's also at Bathurst, <coughs> and I think it's like the it's something. Know, it's a class for like the '90s cars. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, it's this guy in Civic that just goes and just just destroys, just people. whoops up on people, and it's amazing. Yeah. So good channel. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, the other one that I wanted to mention. Funimation, where you can go and watch. Um, uh, Anime? Anime, yeah. Um, but uh, why am I so blank right now? With the 86 and Initial the, D? Initial oh. D! Oh, yeah. You could go watch all Initial D. If you gotta you watch Initial yeah. D. That's a good one. The Race. Uh, the channel is now called The Race. It used to be Nismo TV, but it's now called... The, the name of the channel is now The Race. So what these guys do is they, they broadcast with American commentary 
Super GT races oh, and um, oh, the Japanese Formula Series, which is it just dropped out of my head right now. But it's basically like the cars that look like a uh, Super Formula. So it's, it looks like a Formula One car. It's like just a skosh down. Um, a lot of Formula One drivers they'll end up driving Super Formula um, when they when they lose their Formula One seat. Competition is awesome. The cars are awesome. They're driving at these legendary tracks like Suzuka, Motegi. Mm -hmm. um, um, I mean, the the racing is amazing. Super GT is awesome. Like if you if you've heard of Super GT, and you've never really actually sat down to watch, well now there's no fresh racing to watch. Yeah. You can go into this channel and go back and actually you could watch all of last season's <laughs> Super GT or, or 2018. There's some pretty amazing races there. Um, the other one that I wanted to mention was uh, GT World. So GT World is a channel that we watch pretty often because they broadcast uh, the Blank Pants series. Okay. So Blank Pants is a series in Europe where they do endurance races, but at all of like the amazing tracks you'd want to go to. So like 24 Hours of Nurburgring, um, they would put that on GT World, uh, and I believe that is in the Blank Pants series, but I could be wrong on that. But they'll they'll do they'll do endurance races like four six hour races at uh, Spa, um, at Monza, um, uh, Silverstone. I mean all of the all of the tracks that are just uh, amazing over in Europe. They're they're racing uh, in blank pin series, and it this is basically like um, you know the, like kind of production based cars. So it's not like full on like open wheel cars. This is like Bentleys are out there. The Nest, uh, mm -hmm. GTRs. Um, Aston Martins, and the racing is really, really good. So, like, the quality of racing is fantastic. If you haven't checked that out, you should absolutely check that out, too. So there's a ton of stuff there to actually go out and see and check out. But if you do nothing else, watch an Aussie Mini Cars race. <laughs> or Aussie Racing Cars, because it is amazing. Yeah, how how we haven't started running those here, like with NASA or, or something like that. I, I mean, they do run Legends cars. They do run Legends cars at NASA, mm -hmm. and it's always funny because they consolidate a lot of the driving groups. So yeah. as long as like the, they are kind of grouped together by general lap times. Yeah. So where like the late model like NASCAR cars are out there, at mm -hmm. the same time that the Legends cars are out there, and they're just fast in different spots. Yeah, yeah. And so it's literally like you'll see like a full size NASCAR pretty much out there, you know, and you got three or four Legends cars like little flies around a horse, yeah, you know, and the, and it's kind of like they're kind of lethargic, like get out of my way, you know, and the yep. little Legends cars just zip around it, and then yeah. it gets to the straight stretch, and then then the NASCARs passing them again because they only go like 120 miles an hour, oh, you know, with their yeah. gearing, and so it's it is entertaining to see those two cars on track together locally, yeah, just because they're just. I mean, they're like little flies in comparison to, you know, big Monte Carlo retired yeah. NASCAR cars. Well, yeah. it's, it's always so funny watching those guys work on their Legends cars where basically they walk out with like a dolly and they just lift up the front end then take <laughs> another dolly and lift up the back end. And, and I mean, what, what are those things weigh? Tops, like 400, 500 pounds? It can't be much. Like, can't yeah. be much more than a motorcycle. Right. Yeah. It's probably, yeah, just a little bit more probably, like but, five, six hundred. Yeah. But then with the Aussie series, when when it actually looks like a, a Holden or a Camaro, and, and they're a... sliding around the corners. I mean, they're 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 wheeling those things. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, another one that just came to my mind is Goodwood. Yeah. So there's Goodwood yeah, Festival yeah. of Speed, but then there's also the Goodwood Vintage Racing. And what made me think of it is like you're describing the little the Legends cars swarming around the NASCAR. 
because they'll do re, uh, reruns of the, or not reruns, um, reenactments of those races from back in like the 60s where the, the old school Mini Coopers were running up against the Mustangs. Oh, and the yeah. Guys. Yeah. And they'll, they'll actually do that. And then yeah. like some of the older vintage, even you get to see the old Jaguars and stuff out there. Yeah. There's some pretty awesome racing on, on Goodwood's channel, too. Everyone's I'm likely probably seen from that, I'm sure from that series, the Mini Cooper that is like hustling Camaros. Yeah. You know, and it's just that tiny little wheelbase and tiny little wheels. Yeah. And that guy is just hucking that thing. Yeah. Trying to, well, and it, it, that, that like real momentum racing yeah. versus these cars that can like <clears throat> come through a corner and get up to speed where yeah. these cars never lost that speed. Yeah. yeah. And just really watching the, the like can go around a corner versus yeah. can go fast in a straight line yeah yeah compete against each other is pretty amazing yeah so there's, there's a lot of racing to watch and 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 now if you've got time man there's there is some there's a deep well there to go into to check out like learn about new series learn about new types of cars new types of racing and uh and maybe just finally actually be able to go back and watch something like you know super gt that you've heard about but never actually watched so mm -hmm. well let's, let's talk about video games and driving singular so i mean ryan it sound, sounds like you have been diving into that a lot recently yeah. he's turned yeah. into a 12 year old in the last yeah. two days yes. jeanette was laughing like basically he was putting all my playstation oh. 2 st or playstation 3 stuff up and i was like you know what i'm gonna like play some of these games and next thing you know, I'm putting Gran Turismo 5 in. I was like, I have never done the, Arate, the Endurance series. Yeah. And uh, just last night, me and my buddy Aaron were doing a four-hour, like, Miata Endurance race around, I think it was Sakuba. And, uh, um, and we're basically, you know, taking turns drinking and driving and just, you know, having a good time. And right. like, just trying to, you know, we, I put a car together that wasn't super fast. It was like mid-pack car. Yeah. So you really had to earn it. Yeah. You know, earn the seconds and yeah. plan your stuff. So it was kind of funny, like, what do I, why I've never played this. Like, who's ever, I've never had time to just sit and play. I mean, I've done yeah. it. The you know, you never, well. like, sometimes I'm sure I get on, I'm like, oh, I'm going to play the Xbox. And then, like, six hours later, like, oh, my God, what did I just do? But, like, <laughs> yep. when you sit down to play, like, a four-hour Enduro, you know you're, like, going to be there for four hours. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it was it was definitely pretty entertaining yeah. to, to drive that and just... To, like keep your mind into it you know yep. now yep. and you're just playing with the joystick you yeah. don't have like a simulator set up as a wheel and i do have for my xbox uh but oh. not for my it's little just like playstation old school vintage we're going into yeah like pulling yeah. out the playstation with yeah, it yeah I've, I've got gran turismo the original one yeah. two disc set you know with yeah. the, the little oh, yeah. simulator and talks about car setup and yep. stuff my dad used to laugh at me like man like why are you playing those silly games we're never gonna teach you shit but i mean that game Back in, I don't know what year that had to be. I was like 96 or something. I don't know. It's probably, yeah, was, 90. No, let's see. The uh, original Grand Tour. 596. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And I just remember just sitting there, like, just like through the pages, you know, of yeah. like all the driving setup and apexes and all yeah. the stuff that you learn nowadays. I was going to say, that was kind of the game. fun part. The last time you played the. Grand Turismo mm -hmm. 5 or whatever mm -hmm. was before you'd done any tracking. Yeah. And back then, you would have never thought you would be actually doing the real thing. Like, yeah. that was as close you, you were going to get. Yeah. yeah. Now it's kind of like... Well, I know what thing. I wanted to do, but I'm actually doing what I wanted yeah. to do, you know. Yeah. That, I think, Grand Turismo 5 came out according to the copyright date that I just saw the other day, mm -hmm. 2014. Okay. So, so... That's relatively recent. Yeah. So, I mean, even still, it is, so it's kind of fun to play those games and 
like my buddy had uh, commented, like, man, you're really late apexing that corner. And it's funny, like, you learn and they show, like, the suggested line. And I leave the suggested line up to try and keep my help keep my focus. Yeah. And I think we got some flack on the internet about it. But it's like, literally, like, if you don't have it, sometimes you don't, like, two hours in, stuff's got to get blurry. Yeah. You know? But anyway, but the suggested line is really, like, a traditional line. Yeah. It's not necessarily the fastest line. And so, yeah, oh, we're, like, yeah. basically late apexing a couple of these corners and the exit speed was crazy. It's funny, like, you're braking, and then, like, the suggested line goes out of view because it's a flat-screen TV, mm-hmm. you know? And you're like, now you're turning it. But, yeah, yeah it was kind of interesting, like, after doing some, like, real-life track experience, yeah, how much you can take back to that yep. and vice versa. Well, and, and I, I get my part of my point was, is, like, with the old-school using the joystick, mm-hmm. is you really don't even need a simulator. You can still oh, yeah. learn yeah. and... and keep up with like the the hand eye you know the 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 mental stamina that it takes to actually you know go out and drive mm-hmm. and it you know with turning points you don't need a steering wheel and to downshift and, and brake and gas in order to figure out where that is mm-hmm. you can figure out that a late apex is better oh, yeah sure um passing and racecraft is part of it yeah. too yep and of course it's it's not the same as like the steering wheel and the shifting mm-hmm. right and you know the actual simulation but it's still just as fun mm-hmm. yeah. well and still... I, I will confess that I have nerded out and I have a steering wheel <laughs> and, and Gran Turismo Sport and I haven't played it recently I'm probably going to dive back into it but there was, a, there was a while there where I was playing the heck out of that yeah and and having the wheel and the feedback I mean it, it is the next best thing to the real thing yeah uh, it is it is not 100% real but it is darn close mm-hmm. and there's some there's some parts of it that if you have the wheel what what they've been able to do with the modern video games and the feedback is pretty mm-hmm. amazing um the, the i mean the one example that i will say is that like there's some tracks where so what, what they're doing now is they're actually laser scanning the track so they will they would go out to say like laguna Seca was a track that just recently came up mm-hmm. they will laser scan the entire track and then that's what they feed into the computer and then you know run the physics engine to have the car go over it. Mm-hmm. And like there like there's some corner or some curves where it's like you can hit the curve. There's yeah. some curves where you can't hit the curve. Yeah. And there's there's a in Brands Hatch, which is one of my favorite tracks, but there's there's this one turn coming on to the back corner or coming up the hill, like you can't hit it they, because it is in reality so large that it really unsettles the car. Yeah. You hit that curve and it'll just shoot you off. And that it's, outside. it's there's actual consequence in the mm-hmm. new games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and before you could like bounce over whatever corner you wanted to. Right. Um, but yeah, having that having that consequence and, and the the dipping wheels off the yeah. side of the track. Yeah. You yeah. put wheels off in grass. All of a sudden, like yeah, you could go for a ride. Yeah. Know, mm-hmm. As opposed to just mash the throttle and come out of it. Well, in, in relevance to what you were saying about the endurance racing. Um, one of the things that I've noticed with Gran Turismo Sport when I'm playing with the wheel is that I can only go down there and I, I usually do two, maybe three races and I only, uh, at most I'll probably spend maybe a little over an hour mm-hmm. driving because the, the amount of focus that it takes is so high, yeah. especially if you're, if you're racing online against other drivers. Like, you cannot make a mistake, like especially once you start getting, if you get up to the front of the pack, if you make a mistake. Oh, yeah. 
you're, people are just going to blow by you. Yeah. Like that's, it's game over. You that's, have to be in, pinch perfect. Sorry to interrupt. That's probably why I don't enjoy it. I hate, I hate these games. Gran Turismo, Forza, like, yeah. I just, I can't stand that, not to be yeah. the unpopular opinion, but probably because it's not, you know, video games are supposed to be relaxing and mind-numbing and, yeah. and enjoy, or you're shooting people, stress release, whatever, yeah. but I don't like Forza or Gran, he had me playing for, I think I did three laps before, I was like, just take the stupid controller, yeah. like, I'm over this, because it's, it, it's work. It's, it's not like, uh, Mario Kart. No, no that's yeah. fun! Yeah. Right, that, yeah. that, that, <laughs> and, that, and that can be fun. But, I mean, after, like, and if you have multiple controllers, you need to go out and both drive the same ass slow car. No, it's just, it's just not fun. It, I just can't get into it. I'm so meticulous. Like, at one point and yesterday. And he gets so intense about it, too. Like, it's like, why are you taking that line so late? Like, okay. I, well, just I, just, I just don't care. I was, I was calling. I was like, turn one. Turn two. And she's yeah. like, what are you doing? I was like, turn six. And like, and then I start like, I right, turn one, like late break apex, you know, yeah. turn two, flat out, turn three, flat out, turn four, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. calling all this stuff. I was like, why are you doing that? I was like, you know, that's what I used He's to do at, uh, yeah, UMC. Like, that's how I got Utah down. Like, people would say like, yeah, what are you doing in turn seven? I'm like, fuck, I don't even know where turn seven is. Right. You know, but if I start calling yeah. them out, like yeah. when I'm driving in real life, I and I do that, that too yeah. on the real track. And I do that on the real track, so I started doing that to the endurance, no, like in that endurance race. I'm like, okay, I started getting my my points down, and then it was so much easier. But she was laughing at me, like, why are you yeah. why are you doing that? And I'm like, I do that in real life. Why wouldn't I do it? Well, in 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 so in Gran Turismo Sport, one of the, the tools that's really interesting it, it it's in time trial mode, and I might this might actually be something that I have to dive into now um, <laughs> deeply. That we're but, talking about it. Well, 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 seed planted. This, this has got, this has got a head. So in time trial mode, or when you're qualifying for one of the races, it will show you what your split times are, what your, what yeah. your split times are in the sector and whatnot. And and so in a, in an actual car, how do you pick up time? You know, this is this is one of the questions, right? So you're you're trying, you're, you're going out, and it's just like you you can't pick up time by just wanting to go faster. You have to try something different. Yeah. See if it works. See if it if it lets you pick up an advantage here and there and shed time. And in the game, you, you have that right in front of you. Mm -hmm. And so you can actually try different lines, try like late breaking. Does mm -hmm. that help you or not? No, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. If I if I go in and if I break it, what happens if I break at the 100 foot mark? Right. Okay, I go off and, and the car flips <laughs> and I hit the reset button. Uh -huh. Okay, you can try that there. And it's a reset button away from, from yeah. starting over. But in real life, um, that's there's a lot more consequences and you don't necessarily want to try stuff that way yeah but in 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 the game you can actually try things and see what actually picks up time what the faster yeah. lines actually are and and the more that you become familiar with the track the more you can find how do, how do you take these corners like did this curve like do i do i put it do I put a tire on this curve mm -hmm. or do i kind of hit the center of the car on this curve yeah you know and 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 you can if you really want to get meticulous about it that's how you start picking up time about it but that's some of that translates to a real car. Mm -hmm. You know, like trying the different lines, trying to take the curves different ways, trying to maximize exit speed, trying to carry as much momentum through the corners. That all of that in, in Gran Turismo Sport for me, all of that becomes it feels very it feels like eighty percent of it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and and I would say too, like 
that's that's what I where I landed was Gran Turismo Sport. That's with the steering wheel feel and everything like that. That's what felt the most right to me. Mm -hmm. um, I played Project Cars on the PlayStation Four, and it didn't quite feel right. But there's a lot of people that say that that physics engine feels better than Gran Turismo, and it just felt weird to me. I, I can't explain it, but I would say if you want to go down this this rabbit hole, try a couple different games first mm -hmm. because they do have a different feel to them, mm -hmm. and see what you think feels right, and then you may or may not then spend hours and hours and hours <laughs> refining And, and there's definitely benefits to it. I mean, I bought Forza for myself just yeah. to, I was, last year I thought I was going to go to Road Atlanta, and I was like, mm -hmm. I'm going to drive it on the thing. Yep. I still have it because I can't get myself to play the game longer than 20 minutes at a time. Right. But but yeah, but I mean, there are benefits to it, and I should do my homework. For for these tracks not, that are in these games, I mean, yeah. it's it is just at a bare uh, like knowing where you're going level. Yeah. You 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 will become familiar with the track that way for sure. I be I believe that for sure. Yeah. And then and then just kind of trying to refine from there, and then it's it's just the mental aspect yeah. of it. I mean, there's there's like you're talking about with the endurance racing. I mean, there's. I mean, it's, you're doing that with the controller with basically in optimal conditions, yeah. not in a hot car. I have my beers right yeah, next to me like, on a cooler. Yeah, a beer, like, yeah. no. Mm. Sips of beer? I was drinking, like, oh boy. I was doing it up. I was, the coronavirus is not getting in me At yesterday. At one point, him and his buddy Aaron were like, we feel like you're not drinking as much as we, as we are. <laughs> like, I'm not. <laughs> well, uh, but it's like it's I, it makes it kind of makes me wonder like the guys that actually do this and like go out and do like two three four hour stints in these yeah. endurance races and are fast and are, are consistent for that time. I I mean that's that's impressive. Like I I don't even know how I would begin to start trying to get to the point where I could even drive for like an hour straight yeah. consistently. Well, I mean you see the Corvette team used to use their simulators and stuff. Back in the C6R days, yeah, and that was like one of the huge. They they attributed that one of their big advantages they had over the other teams is how serious they took their Adis Attic Corvette driving, like their simulated driving, mm -hmm. and then how much time the drivers actually put into it. They yeah, so it was huge, a huge sure. benefit to them. Sure. Well, and you know Dustin, so he drives the Series yeah. Yellow here in Colorado as mm -hmm. well, and it was almost unfair when he came to his first autocross. You know, it took him a minute to like figure it out, but by like his third event. Mm -hmm. He was figuring out, like, he knew everything, apex lines and everything, mm -hmm. and I started asking him questions because he was doing so well. Mm. And he, I think he used to play Forza, and I might get the numbers wrong, but he was, like, in the top 60 worldwide in yeah. Forza. Wow. And, like, he, so he learned everything, and he just had to adapt it to the car. So it took him a couple of events to figure it out. But he's an amazing driver because he started yeah. with this really strong foundation. I mean, and that brings back to what you are talking about earlier with those Nissan Academy people. Yeah, yeah like, know. basically progressing through... Pro, uh, Gran Turismo Sport competing in their online series mm -hmm. to like and, and then taking the top like 10 or 20 drivers from the, the, the simulator putting them in real cars mm -hmm. and and they've been successful I think I think last year two years ago they won Bathurst in their class uh, with I think two maybe three drivers from GT Academy yeah like there's there's more and more they're becoming more and more aware that um, if, if you get the simulator set up right and it is a simulator or something like that that is really closely tied to actual physics that it I mean it has a lot of impacts mm -hmm. there's there's absolutely a mental aspect to it like oh, yeah. like I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna do 10 laps and like knowing that you have to be like pitch perfect for 10 laps just from a mental standpoint like the, the mental 
stamina to be able to focus for that length of time, to, mm -hmm. to know that you're driving around the track, but but hit all your marks, mm -hmm. be consistent. I mean, that's that is a skill that absolutely a simulator would would work on. And I like I personally like the steering wheel. I feel way more engaged with the steering wheel versus the controller. And I I played around with the controller initially, but it just like I didn't have the fine controls like yeah. with. The modulation with, and stuff. With the steering wheel, you, you, you turn the wheel like a real car, mm -hmm. and so it, it feels like the muscle memory is more applicable versus like just, I can, I, I'm old school, like I remember the, the, the D-pad is like left, right, there was no like in between, <laughs> and so like with the control sticks, I don't do well with that, yeah. especially with the turning with the braking. For me, I, I really gravitate to all, to all or nothing, yeah. but with the with the steering wheel and the pedals, you have modulation, yeah. and, and if you've driven a car, you've got the kind of some of that muscle memory. Um, and it, it's how much are these simulator rigs? Well, it depends on how serious you want to get. Like okay, a PlayStation, yeah. a PlayStation Three, and a controller and stuff. You're well, talking no, no, about a, a simulator rig. Yeah, look, a lot of those guys well, have. I, I basically have a pedal set and and the steering wheel, and, and actually the pedal set was something I didn't need to get if I didn't. I mean, so it was like uh, I think it was four hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. For the pedal set and the steering wheel? Yeah. What, what are you just sitting in a regular chair? On a table? No, no. Because you have the you have yeah, the whole seat. You have the whole I, seat. I did get a seat. Yes. But that was that was actually that that wasn't too bad. It was like another four hundred bucks. So okay. it's like eight hundred dollars. It's not cheap. Mine was just an office chair and a desk. Right. <laughs> sure. It was, sure. An, it, like, it was obnoxious. And the first yeah. time I went and played it, I had one leg up, and he was like, "What are you doing? You're driving a car. I'm like, I'm in an office chair. Like, come on." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You guys have met Ryan Kish. Oh yeah. So my buddy Kish is you probably like thousands of these. Yeah, yeah. He's like three feet taller than me, and he built this this and that's simulator not an exaggeration. rig. Not an ex <laughs> exaggeration. He built this simulator rig at a PCB pipe, and he had the pedal set up, and he had the steering wheel on the PCB pipe thing, yeah. and we would sit on the couch, and he could sit all the way back on the couch and reach the steering wheel, yeah. and I would have to then stick eight pillows behind me and sit mm -hmm. on the edge of the couch just so I could actually yeah. reach. Yeah. You see I guess, people cutting their cars up, put them in their living rooms. Yeah. There's a Subaru, like Subaru sickness guy, I think, oh, is wow. on Facebook. He had like an, uh, a bug eye that he threw a rod and wrecked or some shit. Cut that whole thing up. Like, it's insane how yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, one of my local buddies had a had a, an EJ8 Honda or some Coupe Civic, mm -hmm. and he cut all that thing up and brought the whole front end of this thing in, and wow. he's got like, literally TVs like right in front, yeah. like, big old TVs. I mean, some of these people get crazy. You you can go nuts. There there are now companies <coughs> that make actually hydraulic gimbals that yeah. you sit in. Um, and then like with iRacing. Those are you... close to the cost of a car. Yes. And or even the cheaper setup. I mean, you said you're into this thing for like eight hundred dollars. That's yeah. a good set of tires. I bought yeah. my car for a hundred dollars. And and, <laughs> and I've never actually. I used to play Gran Turismo back in the day. I used to love it. I I only played with uh, any sort of steering wheel or pedal setup yeah. a couple times, because all I wanted to do was go drive. And so I yeah. wouldn't waste money on things when I just wanted to put it in my car and go drive. Yeah. And now that we're in the apocalypse, I'm like. Fuck. I kind of wish I had some sort of game <laughs> system of some right. sort. Like I don't own a game system. Right. I mean, even like old school uh, PS3 with yeah. Gran Turismo One even would be fun right now. Oh man, I put I put Gran Turismo One in once, and I'm like, are those tires even round? 
<laughs> they look like a stop sign. Like, bah, 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 bah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've been really resistant. I, we've got a, a, a whole bunch of our autocross buddies um, do like a whole iRacing series. Yeah. And um, and they compete every week, and we'll see. And we got buddies. And it's fun to see the posts. Like, yeah, it, like it Dave Santel. It makes and, you want to get into it a little bit because it's just it's such a fun group of really, really mm-hmm. great drivers, and they mm-hmm. have a little virtual get together. Yeah, yeah Siraj, I think, is kind of the moderator of that whole thing. Yeah. But, you know, Siraj was like, dude, get this. Like, here's a computer to buy. I'm like, at first I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, man, I got, like, real racing to do. Like, I'm not spending $1,000 on this. But now it's kind of like, I guess we don't have any racing to do. Uh, Yeah. Well, and that's that's why. Or $1,000. I already had the PlayStation. (laughs) Yeah. And so I got the game. And I I didn't, like, iRacing, you really need a pretty high-end computer with a good graphics card. Yeah. Like, if you really want to get nuts, you could do multiple monitors. I mean, you, you can... You can go as far down this rabbit hole as you want. Like, yeah. That is no joke. That yeah. is no joke. But Gran Turismo is like what seventy nine dollars. A PlayStation Four at this point. I mean two hundred fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. And and you don't you don't have to get the chair. You can just get the wheel mm-hmm. and the pedals. Or just the controller. Or the controller. Or just the controller. Yeah. I played Forza in my bed with a controller for the yeah. twenty minutes before I put on. Eating popcorn and drinking wine. So drinking wine on the bed. If you yeah. need it. If you need to get that outlet, and if you want to keep the mental sharpness, like the focus of, of what it's like to be on a, in a car on a track, it's it's something. Yeah. It's something, at least. Yeah. Well, but Glenn's not closing down High Plains Raceway as of yet. That's right. Not so this weekend, no. This weekend, this weekend. Well, it's because it's snowing. And, and I'll yeah. tell you this. I, I would like to be there to see somebody try and tell Glenn to close the track down. <laughs> I, I would just, in fact, if I could videotape that, I would. I don't think that would happen. Yeah, we should try and do a track day. I well, actually sell next like a kidney or something. But next weekend, we get if, our it's, checks. if it's yeah. good. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, oh boy. I'll be there. Hell yeah. <laughs> but like in the next Top weekend or so, I mean, economy. it's possible he could actually even keep winter pricing because summer pricing is going to start here, I think, in April. Yeah. But. But yeah, I mean. Do you think he will? I don't know. He, he hasn't even talked about it, right? I'm, yeah. Oh, he's 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 talked about not closing unless he absolutely has to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as far as just like, I mean. I just meant, do you think he'll keep the winter pricing? Oh, I don't know, but I just got re refunded four hundred and fifty dollars because NASA Utah got yeah. canceled. Yeah. So now I got extra money I could go to the track with. I still got sixteen thousand my EJ two hundred six. That's not bad. I thought it was twelve. Well, I haven't done the 12 valve oh, no. conversion yet. Oh, yeah, I've done the 12 valve conversion. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we. I would be interesting to see what full power will do on my shitty Azenas, my flat well, spotted Azenas. You actually even said that that you got it fixed and it's way faster. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, I fixed it. I had uh, my timing had slipped. Basically, ended up being like 18 degrees retard, which is partly why it was so rich, but it was why it was kind of missing at idle. Mm-hmm. And you could get onto it. It wasn't missing, but it just. I was like, sir, is something not right? And I took it apart. I'm like. Son of a biscuit. Mm. That timing. I've had all kinds of problems with these gears, but... So, yeah, I put it back on and did a couple of rips, and this thing, it's just wild how fast it is. So, yeah, maybe uh, maybe the next... Well, and it's a cool day. So, as, as we're wrapping up, it's worth saying, all of, all of the madness in the world right now is temporary. Yeah. This, mm-hmm. this too shall pass. Just wash your damn hands. Wash your damn hands. Um, Stay away from... Keep calm and drive on. Yeah. Or something like that. But so I mean, there, there's hope. There's I mean, you never know. Um, yeah. We're gonna get back to the track someday. 
So mm-hmm. hopefully someday sooner rather than later. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brothers. Yeah. And sisters. And sisters. Yes. <laughs> well, and, and I think it is. I don't. Who knows how long we're going to be able to keep doing podcasts this way? Maybe we'll find another way to do it. Skype it. Skype it. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll try and keep it keep something out there for you. I mean, I, if you're listening to this and drop a comment, if, boy, this is going to be at the end. So who knows if if you get this far. Thank you for listening. Um, but you know, if this is a good distraction for you guys, I mean, it's like there's a lot of reality right now, and and we're all dealing with it. Um, but having little pockets of distraction that are fun, like a little conversation to tap into, I mean, if you appreciate that and you want us to keep doing it, just to kind of help keep you sane in all this badness, let us know, and we'll we'll make an extra effort to to try and do that to make that a reality. No joke, we Ryan and I were listening to the last podcast. Mm-hmm. While eating dinner. Yeah. So you guys saved us from having to talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect social distancing. It, it was great. We, not, we, not both, enjoyed our, we yeah. both enjoyed our dinner very yeah. much, though. Yeah. Heck okay. yeah. Awesome. Well, I guess we'll wrap up. Thanks for listening. Um, you know, thanks to Ryan from DSX, uh, Motorsports, Jeanette from Red Queen Racing for coming out. Um, if you're listening to this and you want to keep us coming back, check out our website, flyingirstudio.com, uh, which will be up as long as we possibly can keep it up and, and, uh, and all that. But thanks for listening. Stay safe out there. We're going to stay safe in here and just uh, take it one thing at a time. And, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, we'll be back. I don't know yeah. when we're going to be back, but we're going to be back. So hopefully sooner rather than later. Oh, yeah. All will be well. Yes. All right. Well, thanks very much for listening, everybody. And, uh, Stay tuned, and 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 stay frosty out there. Yeah. <laughs>